Cape Town City, it's been a captivating couple of seasons. They did exceptionally well. Came so close to even winning the league. Um, I suppose it's it's been a bit of a baptism of fire this season. We've spoken to John about it. He's given us uh, his side of things. And they're sitting somewhere now, worryingly, on 10 spots with 27 points accumulated uh, from 23 games uh, before the coronavirus pandemic lockdown. Uh, let's uh, quickly check now on the chair of Cape Town City, John Comitis. Thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Good evening, Rob. Thank you. Nice to have me on. Are you surviving? We have to, eh? These are the times we have to pull together. There's no letting up. We need to be focused and continue pushing to try and do the right things and make sure we get through this uh, uh, very difficult period. What's happening with your sponsors? Are they not paying? Well, you know, you've got to understand they're in the market, especially our franchise sponsors, a sporting, sport betting company. You know, there is no activity, so there is no revenue. So they go from full tilt to zero. And, uh, you know, they've got exposures all over the world. They've got sponsorships all over the world. Everton had a Formula One uh, vehicle. They had a few other entities in Africa, in Kenya and Tanzania. So, you know, they've had to slowly, slowly, they've pulled out of most of them. So we're still fortunate that they've really enjoyed our uh, our package and working with us and obviously trying to build the brand in South Africa. And they're hanging on, you know, to see how they can get through this period with us. So they haven't pulled the plug on the relationship with Cape Town City, but have they honored the contracts in terms of what they contribute, whether it's monthly or quarterly? To you. Well, I think I'd rather answer that we've got a great relationship and, you know, in, when things are difficult for your partners in, 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 and your stakeholders, you know, uh, throwing the book at them is not the way we do business. And uh, we're working with them in order to get through this period because we believe in the long-term relationship that we may have with them. So we've got another year left on our contract. We understand that that may be difficult for them. At this stage, we're still talking and we're still uh, open-minded about how we can navigate through. Have you asked your players at all if they'll be understanding if you had to dock, let's say, I don't know, 20 or 30% of their salary, or are you not at that stage yet? I've spoken to the entire company, not just the players. I'm as concerned as uh, I am for the top-end player as I am for the guy that drives and picks up the youngsters from from their homes to bring them to training. So we've had uh, consultations with every single group of the company, and uh, very openly we've also given and followed the correct procedures in order to give them the notice that there may be financial constraints coming or due in the in the near future. And uh, we did that kind of 22nd, 23rd of April, being kind of at the end of the month, we agreed to pay everybody 100% of what they earn, and we did so at the end of this month. And now looking into next month, we need to see what is what is in store for us. I probably know as much as you do, Rob, of what has what the future got. But we have to trade cautiously so that we don't end up ourselves in a pit that we can't get out of. And then the bigger harm is the club doesn't get through it, and then the problems are a lot bigger than one or two. 
uh, employees or players. What's your staff complement, if I may ask? 60. That's 40 youth players, that's 100. Yeah. And that's including your office staff or excluding? Absolutely. Absolutely everyone. Yeah. From everyone. marketing, from scouting, from uh, youth, youth development, from our Dream Club program, uh, professional players, technical staff, youth technical staff, admin, finance, and uh, the board. So in terms of having to tap into resources, I don't know how the club structure works, John. Um, if you had to tap into, let's say, emergency <laughs> funds or emergency available funds, would that be able to carry you up until, I don't know, how many months? You, you, you must understand, we've come, we're a young club. We paid for, we paid uh, for the club, the purchase of the club, well, let's, let's be dead honest, I paid for the purchase of the club um, four years ago. So to be able to manage that and then also manage running the club, we've been blessed with sponsors, and I give credit to all my staff for having created, and my players for having created the aura and the excitement around our brand that have attracted the revenues to us. But as, as much as that has happened, you must understand you set yourself up that if that stops instantly, you've built yourself an infrastructure and now you need to manage it on the basis that, you know, part of it or some of it won't be forthcoming. We're very confident that uh, most of our sponsors will stay on board. We've been talking with them. We continue to get supported by them. Uh, the direct access of Virgin, all, all our smaller sponsors, you must understand, of club is made up of many different small sponsorships that amount to you saving money. Not necessarily mean you make money out of them, but to, in a lot of instances you save money by not having to to uh, pay for things that, that you otherwise may, like hotel rooms and uh, whether it be flights, whether it be bus rides, uh, you know, when you're up in the north, in Pumalanga, whatever that may be. So we're grateful to our sponsors for having stuck with us, and uh, they're also going through difficult times. So you make up your revenue like that, then there's the merchandise revenue, sponsorship, the gate-takings, which, you know, it's not many many gains that you can make revenue on, but we were unfortunate that we missed out on the Pirates and the Sundowns game in April because those revenues help to ease things over for you. And then there's the league, and uh, what a what what a fantastic structure that we've built. And you know, these are the times you really, really appreciate what's been done by the executive under the leadership of the chairman to have a sponsorship deal uh, like we do have with uh, with Multi Choice, and uh, to be able to have a revenue that comes in that can grant every single club guaranteed revenue per month. But we also understand we have to deliver the program. The program is to play matches. So not saying that any there's any issues at the moment, but, uh, you know, we all understand that we have to work together. But you you are, at the end of the day, at the mercy of the broadcasters, the sponsors that will consider what their position is and depending how they come out of this as well. So at this stage... There's been tremendous support from every sector, from what I see. I'm not quite in the loop. I'm not on the executive no longer. Mm. 
But uh, from what I understand, things are still running the way they would be should we have been playing. So we've got to be grateful for what is coming and uh, the way the process has been managed. But, um, you know, safety first to our players and our fans and uh, obviously the South African public. But we need to get back to football. At what stage, John? Well, I'm, I'm looking at the rest of the world and I'm trying to understand what the risk factors are that everyone is taking. Um, I think they're measured so, and, and responsible, and I think we can do the same. You must understand we depend also on other sectors like aviation. If we can't travel to Joburg and Durban, we, we can't play those matches. Sure. Now we're trying to be more creative, perhaps, to finish off the league, because I still believe very strongly that uh, that must be the case at all costs. You must understand clubs have worked hard to be in positions that they are and uh, have invested a lot of money. And most of it comes from the chairman's own businesses or their own family money. There's two or three corporate uh, corporate backing in some of our clubs, but the majority are individuals like myself. And uh, when you're in a situation um, that you're about to get promoted or otherwise perhaps get relegated and you still have a fighting chance, you know, cancelling leagues like they've done in France, and that I don't think is is fair for 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 these clubs and for the effort and the you know the, the positions that they've got themselves into. So is the leadership of football patient though, John, to say, well, even if the league continues and it continues in December, um, so be it. But let's not push and do well, cra- crazy think, things th- like playing behind closed doors. No, I, I think. Uh, um, I'll come back to you about that one, but I think uh, my leadership and the leadership that I've, you know, that we we have, has been extremely, extremely cautious, um, and and quite rightly so. They are not about to put anyone at risk, and uh, they've made that pretty clear. But we do understand that we have to finish this league at some point. We can package it in a different way. It's seven, eight games, so we can do that in three weeks if we push it like a World Cup set up at one venue. But behind closed doors, uh, Rob, as much as I, you know, that is, that is what the game's about, having fans and the experience and the fans are the club. But at this stage, I think we'll all accept that we can, we'll take it without without fans if we have to. Uh, and, 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 you know, if we can broadcast it and it's on TV and, and the rest of the country and the fans are in lockdown or part lockdown, I'm sure they'll love to be able to sit at home and watch a live game and, and enjoy something like that. But again, it's not the, the safety of our players. All right, just uh, past the hour, thanks as well to Jolani for the news. John Committers on the line. Just to wrap that conversation, I would really love to chat to John further, uh, but we'll set aside a little bit more time to engage uh, because I think we, we need to be doing more talking right now. Uh, they're not talking. I think it's a, it's a weird time. It's a time where none of us have ever experienced uh, what we're currently going through. So thanks, John, for your patience. I think just a, a question or two as we wrap you, 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 as clubs, you're still getting your, your grant money as per normal every month. Yes, I can confirm we did receive it now in April. And any idea as to when it will not start trickling in? Well, 
I've got to assume that sponsors are equally as concerned as we are. And uh, everybody's looking to resume back to some kind of normality. So we have to play it by ear and see on a almost week-to-week basis what is changing, what's improving, and how is it that we can get back to deliver on our end of the contract, which is to play games. So, you know, I don't think the league is going to be in a, a rush to pay out all the money when they don't know whether what the end game is. So we, we need to be cautious because we don't want to find ourselves in a situation like the EPL where they have to refund £700 million pounds mm. of the contract if they don't resume till the end. And uh, at this stage, we've heard nothing, to be honest. Um, obviously, it's been dealt with by a task uh, team that has been put together by the chairman at the Board of Governors. So we followed all the procedures and protocols in order to achieve the best end result. And I think it calls for level-headedness now, calls for calm and patience by everyone, and certainly a lot of understanding. Are you expecting any feedback from the league this week? Um, I'm of the opinion that they, the task team is continuously working at trying to understand the lockdown conditions and seeing where and when we can be uh, resuming, perhaps. I've got full faith in the people that have been appointed on that uh, committee, and uh, we wait and see. All right, John. As I said, let's set up a time. There's a lot, I mean, the financial fair play, everything that I would love to chat to you about, uh, but we are flat out of time. Thanks for concluding the conversation, and thanks for clarifying those pointers around where you sit. And I wish you the best of luck. I know it's difficult times for everybody. Thank you. First great. Thanks so much. John Commit is there. Uh, he is the chair of uh, Cape Town City, uh, just uh, giving us a, a roundup of what it is that they're currently going through. It is Mara Sports Worldwide. Let's hear out a couple of voice notes. Hi, hi Rob. Uh, this is Andrew from Rodipot. Uh, I would like to commend uh, John for paying the players um, 100% at the end of the month. Um, and also, I appreciate his honesty uh, by disclosing that um, from a multi-choice and league point of view, they are still getting the full grant. And then, which begs the question to other clubs like Abumazulu and the rest, who have now uh, decided to cut player salaries. On what basis are they cutting player salaries if they are getting grants uh, from, uh, from multi-choice? Um, that, that's my question. Absolutely. I think that is the big question around Amazulu. And we did try to get them to speak to us today. It doesn't seem like they have an appetite to chat to us on this show, uh, which is perfectly fine. Um... But I can tell you that they've chopped the player's salary, 33%. You know, so you can imagine waiting for your salary and you only get 67% of what is due to you. And depending on what scale of salary you're on. So if you're on 15,000 rand or 10,000 rand and you only get 67% paid into your account, what that means because you're still going to get taxed on top of that. But do you do it in consultation with the players? 
is another story. But we'll park that. We'll allow Amazulu time to gather their thoughts. And one day when they're ready to chat to us, uh, and by us, I mean to talk to South African public, it doesn't really matter either way what they do with their business, but they need to be accountable for what they do.